What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as, as always. always. We are back with another podcast, and this one is completely Strong off the fucking chain, y'all. It's specific. It's, oh it's, shit! I was I had a word, but y'all niggas came in, and I just didn't know. It'll slap you silly. Yeah. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. So y'all, we knew you knew we was gonna talk about it, and we got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, um, where do we want to start with it? Uh, did y'all think it was real or fake? I thought it was fake. I I believe it's still fake. It I could be wrong, but you know it. A lot of stuff just didn't sit right with me. Bro, I'm just like, do it even matter, dog? Like, come on, bro. Like, it was a joke. And I seen something on Twitter, and it was like, it was like, you're not going to run hands with the dude that August class your life, but you're going to automatically smack the dude that made a joke about your wife? Like, that don't make sense. How does it not make sense? Wait, what? How does it make sense? first, (laughs) First and foremost, um... Well, before we get into that, let's let every let's let's address. Sucker. Did everybody think it was real? Uh, I lean towards the real part. I I kind of lean towards it, but just based off of uh, one reason, I think the reason why he reacted that way was basically a scenario of him just getting fed up of what already has transgressed. Him being the butt of everybody's jokes, so that was honestly. It wasn't the butt of the not joke, that bro. one, but and what's crazy about it is my man's laughed before he decided to take action. When I look at that, and that's the part I even debate with my mom's sister. But I'm like, if you, some wasn't funny, you don't laugh at it. You can see Jada laughing, <laughs> and that's when funny how the camera took off of Jada and Will, and then his reaction became that. But he was laughing. So when my assumption was in that scenario, he seen her reaction was like, okay, I got to make up for what I just fucking did because I went along with, with the crowd and then recognize what, how she felt. And then situation like that, just the go on stage, slap mm-hmm. the man scenario happened. Okay. Overcompensating is what I seen. I feel it. I feel it. What did you say, Todd? Did you think it was real? I believe it was real. Okay. What made it real for you? Uh, just the, the you can hear the sound. Uh, you can see the shock on uh, Chris. Uh, no, I was gonna say Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Not Chris, a Chris. Chris. That would have been a different elder Chris. If that was Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown would have knocked the boots off the wheel. He was sad. Mm, I doubt it. It would been a. It would definitely been a tussle on there, but yeah. I doubt he would just dog Man, walk. You, we, we seen Def Jam. He'll moonwalk after he done with him. <laughs> My boy got danced when he flips. He gonna flip kick him. Back in his seat. <laughs> we can debate on who will win in a full fight, but we seen Will. He gonna he gonna head but the dog walking Will. He's from Philly. We that. ain't doing that title. He Hollywoodized now. That's a different level. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's he, move on from that. That's martial arts films. And people keep those things with them. Uh, we, 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 yeah, that's not the point we're arguing about. Yeah, but but yeah. Uh, the point is, uh, you can see the the shock on his face, and then you can hear like that, like the anger, like the, you can feel the, the the you know keep my wife's name out your mouth. You can feel it. it. It we've seen him go beyond an actor, and so it sounds very actor s. Yes, but no, that's that was you can tell. That was real emotions to me. Um, for me, I thought it was fake, and reason being, I say because so many things playing a part. And I wrote some uh, some notes. Some I've been learning to take notes because, you know, as I was debating with people in my family, um, it got it got it was getting heated. I was like, it's not even that deep, y'all. I didn't slap y'all, did I? <laughs> but like <laughs> but the mood right there. First and foremost, um it, it the convenience of it all. Um before this uh before this Oscar, the Oscars was down in ratings. And then to uh it was a black guy who was over this Oscar. Because um, the Oscars have been given awards the white people who didn't deserve it over yeah. black people. So, like, the Oscars definitely went down in ratings. And this Oscar rating rose 56% after um, an all-time low. That's one thing. Um, another thing is... Have you guys heard of the three Fs? Mm-mm. No. Fight, flight, freeze... Fatality, fatality, fatality. That's all he heard. So, where, where does this come from? So, this is just natural reaction we have. You guys are mm-hmm. familiar with fight or flight, right? Yeah. Right. So, the third F is freeze or shock. Same shit. Mm-hmm. Shock and all. So, the, this is something naturally that we, we can't control unless we assess our situation. So, um, you have three reactions when you're in a situation. And this is, we're going off of somebody hitting somebody. So, uh, the first one is fight. Of course, somebody hits you, what's your, what's in that situation, you're going to hit back, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, obviously this didn't happen, but we have, we have situations. We've been through situations where somebody hit us and it was, it was go time, you know? Second one is flight. You know, uh, yeah, if a nigga hits you kind of hard or you, you hit a nigga or a nigga hits you or you hear gunshots, you like run nigga. Or you see, you know, multiple, if you see a group of black people running, what you do, you run with them. Mm -hmm. So, and there's multiple things. Well, let me finish this. And the third one is frozen. You lose your train of thought. Like you like, yo, like what the fuck just happened? Did this nigga just... Hit me like Kevin Hart's dad. Son, who hit me? Like, is, am I fighting an octopus? Like, you lose your train of thought. Like, you came in there with a, a planned mind of thought. And now that this happened, you know, now you're like, oh, shit. It happened unexpectedly. You're like, okay, what you're the fuck? Things. Yeah, you, you're trying to process it, but you don't know what happened. And these could be triggered by... Um, <clears throat> Uh, work deadlines, worrying about losing job, traffic jams, when in danger. 
So those are all things and plus more that can trigger your FFF reactions. Mm, triple F. So um, one thing that I noticed watching the video from many different angles, it's like, yeah, the slap was real. One thing I always kept in mind, I was like, these are high paid actors. Will Smith is, if we consider him one of the, the top echelons of he's actors. He's an elite of actors. Yeah, he's an elite. Mm -hmm. so um, he can make himself be authentic with anything. Chris Rock, I wouldn't put on this equal level as him. But Chris Rock is a professional actor and a comedian. So um, that played a part in it to me. I was like, okay. Probably ain't the first time he's taken a fake slap too. Yeah. So then second of all, if you if you look at all the different angles, when um Will approaches him, his body's uh is ajar. So it's it I from different angles you can see it wasn't a direct like um like yes uh Will walked directly towards him, but Chris' body wasn't facing him. So I don't care who you are. And I'm it doesn't have to be in an aggressive way, but when somebody approaches you, you you nine times out of ten you turn your body towards them, right? Mm -hmm. You you re adjust to them. Like niggas walking towards you, like, what's up, bro? Mm -hmm. If I walk up to you and you see me walking up to you, you're not just finna stay here. What's good, bro? Like mm -hmm. No. Um, so that that's something that was like that's weird. Like you, he just strictly just stayed towards the crowd. Smack like, I you wouldn't even like your body language doesn't even turn towards him. And what I mean, because several people misconstrued what I was saying. I'm not saying like you're prepared to fight when you turn towards him. It's just the acknowledgement that a person is walking up to you, going towards yeah. you. Yeah. And so that was weird to me. Um, what was another one? When he got slapped, the nigga was smiling and that just threw me like, and then too, um, if you're in dealing with the, uh, the FFF reactions, then if he was shocked, he wouldn't be able to retain his thoughts so quickly. You'd kind of be like, like, yeah, I see he took a pause, but like you just got hit. We don't. We heard it, so it had to. Must have been a, a a decent. If he did get hit, must have been a a, a pretty hard slap. Mm -hmm. You gotta connect, and you gotta put power to make that type of noise. Mm -hmm. So that I was like, you you would lose your train of thought. You like this nigga just this nigga for real just hit me like, and this nigga's right on cue with it. <laughs> Will's just slapped the shit out of me. Then of course you're gonna obviously get the the playful banter. Keep your my your uh my wife out your fucking mouth. You know of course that goes with the story. Don't break character. Mm -hmm. So then another thing is too. As a celebrity, you know uh, my dad was saying to me he was like, well Chris ain't from the hood or whatever or Chris ain't like they're celebrities they're not they're not um. They're not built to like want to fight, but mm -hmm. you know, as a celebrity, when you're in danger, 
you have you you're you're never in danger because you have people around you. So when shit like that happen, you you're on edge. Like your reaction is totally different. That's like just if a random random nigga came up to you and slapped you. He, what the fuck just happened? Then mm-hmm. to another thing, lastly, if this nigga does not press charges. Well, that's the part was interesting. The the Oscars are uh thinking about pressing charges, mm-hmm. not Chris. So that doesn't make sense to me. Why would I not press charges for a nigga slapping me? I think uh that's the part where I'll say I'll This nigga's out partying. He slapped me. Niggas out here gigging. They playing his music. Now this is a story all about how I uh, slap Chris Rock upside down. And like, bro, mm-hmm. like, no. Like, honestly, you know what I'll say for In that whack ass right apology. There with the prosecution part is because as a comedian, you are prepared for those type of territories. I wouldn't say you prepare for this moment. It's still assault. If- it's still assault. Just because you prepare for it doesn't mean that you don't, you know, press charges. Because if a random mm-hmm. person were to come up to you and slap you, because comedians have a habit of picking the crowd. No. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I was saying, like, in this regard, Chris Brown's like, look, I'm not going to do that. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, you love Chris Brown. Todd. <laughs> Uh, but uh, hey, he was saying, he's <laughs> like, about to say it too. But uh, you said it. <laughs> yeah, look, look, you was going to. Nah. I didn't have to acknowledge that. I just but anyways, to. back to back back to the point. Of, <laughs> no, I'm sidestepping. But yeah, uh, honestly, when it comes to Chris Rock in this scenario, uh, he's already he will already humiliated himself in this scenario. There's already humiliation. And from what I'm assuming what he's going through in his mind, he don't want to add on to that. Because he already went with him, already got his girl getting his back blown out by a young nigga that was close to him. But the thing Been is... Been the ass joke of it all ever since the red table. Too, like, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, maybe he's just tired. He's fed up of all the, you know, all the, the, the shit he's going through. You just reset the, the clock back. If the clock was about to end, you just reset it back. No, you know what I said? With with not even 24 hours, it this was a meme. People made videos off of it. You know, this, that, and the third. This, that, and the third. People calling you uh, immature. You know, you act with aggression. People mm-hmm. are seeing you in a different light. And it's all because this woman that you're with, mm-hmm. and this is for like men... You got to understand what your partner is doing. If you're, if you're trying to dig out a situation and at the same time your partner is behind you throwing the dirt back in, mm-hmm. you cannot win. You know what I would say in this scenario? This is, shows how Will, Will Smith, I'm going to just say this on the air right here. He is simp. You can tell. For Jada, he specifically is a simp for her. He left his last marriage. For Jada. And that was with her friend he was married to. Cheated on her for her. Ever since that. And we've seen Jada's behavior. Like. you've All you've seen was Jada create dig a ditch. And Will was the one bailing her out. By putting himself in the fire. It's been a consistent trend. And when something happens to Jada. Who comes saving Jada? Will. 
When's the last time we seen Jada save Will in return? We have never seen that. She literally lively admit. Honestly, she would be irrelevant if he... Thank you. If it wasn't for him. And he's been sacrificing at this point that we're seeing his career to save this woman. In an unnecessary situation, honestly. That's a talk-to scenario, if you ask me. And then again, I and I don't mean to, like, to downplay anything. But I don't know if you guys know what alopecia is. Alopecia is not a terminal illness. It's not life-threatening. Yeah, that's why I don't know why people are making it sound I, like that. Alopecia is literally just the condition of you losing your hair follicles. Mm-hmm. And I understand like that is that is important, but as many the degree of type of jokes that comedians make, not even not even just jokes. Whoopi Goldberg got suspended for making a supposedly anti-Semitic Semitic. comment. True. So the thing is, like these comedians, they have amnesty. They're supposed to. You know, they're they're the people that basically they're almost like the church. They could pretty much say anything and it just be funny. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, he shouldn't have made the comment. Woofy wop, you know, um, but it just I don't know. This whole situation is weird and it's kind of like, Will, you're in danger. Get out. You got to get out, man. Like, because. Your name's been tarnished. Your image. People see you as weak. People see you as, you know, a laughing stock. People see you as this, you know, just one of them hardworking men that can't get ahead in life because you steadily trying to make somebody look good. But at the same time, they're ruining your image. And I mean, like... It's crazy how he has to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And she's not. Because look at it. Like, she... Even after that... What is it? Uh, Augustine or... August Alcina. August Alcina incident. <laughs> August Alcina incident. I'm like... She releases... uh, What? A letter that she said she... A poem that she got from Tupac. You know how Will already feels about Tupac, and especially after this scene, there's stop it with your past affairs with these dudes. Chillax. This man is already getting heat. The more you speak, the more you release with these little, I guess, pay attention to me shit. He's over here getting your fire. But the thing too crazy about it is that... uh... Jada was always like a flower child. She was open. Will was more centered and had a different type of mindset. But, you know, being in a relationship, you have to open up your, you know, your horizons to how the other person thinks. Mm -hmm. And so, like, um, in his book, me and my mom was talking, or I overheard her talking, to be correct. In his book, he was talking about how his son that he had with his ex-wife is raised totally different than uh, Willow and Jaden. Mm. And his son um, that he, in from his past relationship, is more like grounded, um, Christian, 
and uh, Willow and Jaden are just like these free spirits talking about prana. You know, Jada said that she could see Willow with a, a, a girl. Like, it's just like, it's... They're wild. Yeah, it's, basically. yeah, they're basically just wild. And I mean, I'm not, I'm we'll not saying it's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but, you know, it's just a certain way that you see shit. Like, shit is just weird. And you can tell he's not used to it. Like he's, you can tell he's the oddball out. When he stands with him, he looks like the oddball out. Yeah. And it's like, it's like this nigga's been. Um, he's getting probed. <laughs> the aliens got him. He is probed, <laughs> bro. Look, this is where I say because I remember one time I was watching Jaden. I think it was like after a movie she'd done, and he she was on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Jimmy Kimmel was asking, okay, so what y'all is going to do? I think either for Father's Day for Will Smith or his uh, birthday. What does Will want to do on that day? She's like, this is going to be the first time we allow, we as in the kids and her, allow Will to choose where he wants to go. When I heard that, I kind of paused like, wait, elaborate further. And but when he, was, he even asked, like, explain. He's like, because I don't like Will's uh, preference of choices where he wants to go on the days for him. So they, as a collective, the kids and all said, no, nah, we're choosing for you. It was either skydiving because you know how Will like to go out and explore or something like that. She said certain things like those she just didn't mess with. So they would choose for him. That, to me, made me kind of like, Will, what? This is happening to you? At this and point, it sounds good from his perspective, but when you hear her speak, she's showing us something that's like making you look at him like, what's going on, player? You okay? You don't get out? You in the sunken place, Will? Yeah, like, like, you're concerned. William. <laughs> William. <laughs> Are you okay, William? Like, I don't blink. know, man. It just don't. It don't seem. The cancel Negroes will save you, brother. Blink. <laughs> We're ready. We got the jumpsuits and everything. It just doesn't seem. Cold. We got the house of clouds on your side. We levitate you. It doesn't seem kosher <laughs> to me. You feel me, like? And I, I feel for him. You know, because it's just, it sucks. You know, um, you can't win for losing. You always in the media being made a fool out of. Um, and all you, all you can do is really just take it. And I hope like he's mentally, mentally strong because this definitely would eat some people up. Like some regular ass people it would eat up. But I just hope he's mentally, you know, seeks help. Mm-hmm. Cause this shit is uh, it could damn near get him like to Kanye's level, bro. Cause he just like he damn near on Kanye's level. After that, I like <laughs> look if in respect. Let's say scenario if real, mm-hmm. there's the snowball effect we just seen after all this. Cause he was already went to the threatening mode where Fifty Cent was questioning Will. And I don't know if y'all remember that tweet. Fifty Cent laid on Will after hearing that. He's like, "Bro, Will, this happened to you, my guy." And Will's like, uh, "Told him to shut the fuck up." Mm. All through text, and Will's like, "Bro, I was just making sure." Fifty Cent was like, "Bro, I was just making sure to see if you good." After what she just said. Yeah. 
it's already the, it's taking place ever since that moment. Now the slapping scene with Chris Rock. It's and looking it's pretty like, bad now. Like when certain things are said, it's now now it's being over exaggerated. You know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the small stuff gets blown up because it's like, oh, you can't take no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Will, it's just I feel like. Jada, um, I for lack of better terms or just to call it what it is, I feel like she doesn't respect Will just yeah. at all. Just because if you did respect him, like you and you loved him, like you said you loved him, blah blah blah, like you you wouldn't put a man through all that, especially a man you know what his life is, you know he's in the limelight, mm-hmm. like. And you just you go on your show and you use his name to get views and ratings. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that thing a while ago that got like blown out of proportion with Jada talking about um, like Will doesn't satisfy her in the bedroom or something like that on the red table talk with like Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he doesn't know what to do. When you like look at the rest of that. She's saying like, oh, well, you know, it's important to teach your partner, like to show your partner what's, you know, what you like. But I'm like, if that was, if that's the premise of your show, why wouldn't you use that clip? Like, if you're in advertising, why are you using the clip where it's like, oh, yeah, he, he didn't really satisfy me at first. Like, or he was really bad at it in the beginning. Like... Why wouldn't you use the clip where you talking about, yeah, it's really important for us as women to show our partner and be vocal with our partners during like during mm. that time, especially because I mean, she I'm not going to sit here and say she didn't say some real stuff. She did. Yeah. Like her and Gwyneth Paltrow did say some stuff that was right. Yeah, women need to be vocal, like, you know, mm-hmm. own up to your own sexuality, you know, tell me because, you know, people not mind readers. But at the same time. She kind of did more harm than good with posting up that clip as her main like source of advertisement. And then afterwards, fold over. Yeah, there was another nigga <laughs> doing that job. Yeah, and it folded over to the August Alcina, and everything went back to. And that. then, like that's such. I feel like that's so disrespectful to call it instead of calling it what it is. That's like when people say, "Oh, um." I'm not lying or it's a white lie. Like, that's disrespectful. You call it an entanglement instead of what it is. You cheated. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'd be like, you're trying to change the narrative on what you did. Now you're giving all these, 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 these chicken head bitches a term that they can use. When they they fuck around on it. Baby, it was an entanglement. It was with him. You know you didn't get entangled in this bitch. It's like, it's like, like, bitch, my dick ain't curved. What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't just slip on in there. Oh, my bad. How I got here? Nah. Yeah, it's more like I don't know. And then like just to see like some women like coming up. Yeah, Jada. Yeah, yeah, girl. Blah blah. Like it's just she will rate i feel like she will milk will smith's name until ain't nothing left for her and then she'll move on it's, and then we'll see her but the thing is on. she's not she ain't in that 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 realm of where she could move on and yeah. be 
of use to anybody. Honestly, First of all, we know you're not loyal. <laughs> we know you you out here fucking. Mm-hmm. You know. And I mean, on top of all that, we know how you act. Yeah. Like, we see the disrespect. Like we we hear how you talk. Yeah. And then it's crazy to me that like when you when you talk like that, like I know if even if it's like I know it's like your mom's talking about your dad, it is what it is. But if your mom is out here bad mouthing your dad, or your dad out here bad mouthing your mom, it's gonna be a point where you like, as like the the kid, you are gonna be like, hey, look, whoa, yeah. And especially chill, chill, chill. like, there's some stuff you just don't put on front street. You yeah. keep that within your relationship. Yeah. And then like, will I'm like, will you can't even say like, oh y'all stay out of our business because your wife on the other end telling it. Like, nigga, like, it's her, bro. She told me. She told me her pussy is wetter than Niagara Falls, nigga. (laughs) It's coming from her mouth. I would expect, like, like, Willow be on the show sometime. I would expect Willow to step in and be like, yo, you don't think, like, that's too much? But see, see, that's the the thing, the way she, they, they just think it's cool. Implement, implemented the, uh, to raise them. Yeah. Will did, it seems like Will didn't really have a say. And nothing. Yeah. My mom was saying too, like, Will, his ex-wife really didn't allow him to do like stuff with his, uh, his son, Mm -hmm. his first son. Mm -hmm. But Will said he would rather his son, you know. Willow and Jaden be raised that way mm. because now they're just like when your mom literally was telling you, I can see you with the girl like shit, shit is off the table. Like shit is off the table. I can see you in the threesome. I can see you fucking and sucking. Like this comes from <laughs> your mom. Yeah. Cause I'm like, your be- mama raised the freak. You're so disrespectful. Shut up, bitch. It's, it's crazy because it's like your mama literally became not your mama. my tongue out of she literally became your best friend and that's the part where I say like that's also a concern with parenting it shows you gotta draw the line between being your kid's best friend or they are being their parent because the best friend is gonna encourage good pleasure (laughs) they're gonna encourage pleasure parents are gonna encourage discipline you got a point there I, and it's just it's just weird because it's like like that's your dad like yo your mom is out here bad mouthing your dad to right. the point where he is crying on live TV when people talk about it mm-hmm. like I'm like it's like man's can't go on a talk show without it being brought up mm-hmm. and then it's like it's like as soon as it comes up crying. Like, I'm like, come on. And you don't even think, hey, maybe my mom shouldn't be talking about my dad. Like, yeah. Thank you. Like, you don't even think, like, this might be bad. You think, oh, my dad cool. Because you know what happened? The kids lost respect as well in their daddy. They I'm see how sure. the mom treats him and they're following way in pursuit. Because you see no, their only reaction in all this was, yeah, don't son coming out of nowhere is tweet. Yeah, that's what happened when you bring Philadelphia into basically the Grammys. 
Fuck. You Oscars. This and Oscars. Man, he said. Why, why he would said, you say that's that? How we, he so said, now you make That's it how it. we do it. And so now you not the way how that's phrased. There was just a protest about not enough black people being able to come to these events or getting rewards. How you phrase that says a lot. So now you saying people in Philly we should be cautious of who is black. So upcoming celebrities, we should be cautious of saying anything to if they're from Philly. You basically put an APB in that scenario if you're throwing in the whole region. Because that's how they're going to look at it. They already was boycotting doing all that. Now that everything was going into place, you just had to say it like that is what I'm saying. This could be mm-hmm. better wording So than um, just that. In closing thought... Um, what is our take on this? Do we really care? Bro, that's this is a care. I ain't gonna cap. I care. I care, I care about because I care yeah. about Will. And we I care, care about, about Will. That's Black Prince. Black men's mental health. This is this is when, you know, it gets serious. Because this is a terror on his mental health. Bro. And if this if this situation deems to be true then this is a big tear mm-hmm. on his mental health because mm-hmm. for somebody to react like that and you know um wow. him being him being the type of person he is us knowing him outside looking in but us knowing him as being this decent person who carries himself well speaks well for himself for him to react that way it's kind of it kind of makes you think like nigga what's going on like you good bro mm-hmm. like you good dog and I mean, realistically, he not, but he can't say, oh, my wife is destroying my mental health with all these problems. Because mm-hmm. he can't. Because then, next thing you know, Jada's going to be over here talking about something else and get worse. Mm-hmm. And he not she gonna probably going to talk about the whole goddamn thing when she has the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's it goes back to what I said. Like, sometimes Jada, and not sometimes, but Jada will use Will's name. Mm-hmm. Until she run that man into the grave, she's gonna definitely use it after this. It's it's no way that she can't use it. And, and she's quick a- question, y'all. Um, while this is on my mind, is that is this an example of black men protecting black women and it backfiring? I don't think it backfired in a way, but uh, yes, it it promoted what black women expects of black men in every scenario that. They get themselves in, or is just placed towards them at that moment. They expect. So now there's gonna be set of precedents. And what I mean by black backfiring is that, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's seen two different ways. It's not seen one way. Right. If it was seen one way, I would be like, yeah. cool, you did it. Like that was dope. It didn't make you seem. Like and, and it wasn't man. that big. Yeah, of a it did. That's what got me. It was a quick little. You could say, what, three second in? Wasn't big. So for that reaction, for that timing of Joe, now I can understand Chris Rock was going in. Because he can go in. It was. That was not a Chris joke. Rock going in moment. That was Chris Rock giving the most watered down version of himself I've ever seen thus far in a joke. I feel like, like, I would have, ex- um, the whole. If he would have just yelled out, and one lady was saying this, I forgot who she was, give credit to her. If he would have just went with the banter, like keep 
my wife's fucking name out your mouth, like checking a nigga, like that would have been, I think, praised a little bit more. Of course, it it still would have been like, oh, but, but you know, bro, but I got you. Yeah, but going up to a nigga on the Oscars, nigga. I mean, that comes with consequences within itself. Mm. But um, all in all, I still think the situation is 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 fake. You know. It's not the first time nor the last time that black men will sacrifice themselves for the entertainment of the business. Black men throwing dresses. So that's all I got to say. What what was that? Uh, Conway Bar? <laughs> Fuck, I look like putting a dress on. Yes. <laughs> all right. We moving on. We, and we care. We definitely care about black men's that's mental me. health. Care about William Smith. Is you crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we, we were talking about, and I mean, I had so much fun studying other people's podcasts. Shout out to uh, Fresh and Fit. You know, I was watching mm-hmm. y'all podcast, really inspired by some of the stuff y'all saying. Um, and y'all had some fine ass women on there. Some oh, stupid fine ass women. But for real? Hey, 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 it is what it is, baby. You know, some of them girls be drinking when they be on the show, too, so they real loose. Yeah. Loose booty, loose, loose, all that. So, guys, I have one question. And I I try asking a couple women, but I don't know if this is an uncomfortable question for women. I tried to reach out, but, you know, I I got one opinion from a woman. But I'm going to ask you guys, since y'all my brothers, can men truly make women climax? Climax, yeah. (laughs) We yeah, can truly. Yeah. yeah. Like honest to God, pride aside. Yeah. No. No. You know they can't satisfy themselves. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so so simple, oh, but so fast. You I'm say yes. You say, so you have that ability to make a woman climax. I have that ability, but you talk about like, like ultimately. I'm talking about like sexually. Oh, sexually, just keeping in the bed. Can men do that? No, you're thinking that's the bigger thing. No, because I mean, you, if you keep it to you, but if you're talking about across the board, no. Like every of, single woman. Every single woman. Most of them need toys. They need extra stimulation. You need. Most of them don't. Uh, to me, don't know how to please themselves at the end of the day. So. Uh, so, I told you to go into my house. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I I still feel like it's a yes. You can. I don't feel like it's across the board. Like every single woman, bing, bam, boom. You know, like okay, but you know, if you have that mentality, then why are women saying that we can't? Well, there's also a lot of men that are also undereducated on the fact. Same as there's a lot of women. It's that a are good rebuttal. It's a good rebuttal, but across the board, they're saying they fake it. They not satisfied with this. They need the toys. They need the little thing. They need the extra, extra, extra. When we have sex, you know, there's like three nuts that we have, right? We have just a regular old nut. We have the cool nut, and then like fuck you, you really got that out of me. Like I'm done. And I'm Majority of the time, <laughs> be honest, they may get to level two. 
That's Man. not okay. I'll give you that. So ultimately, are you sexually satisfied in bed with women? But that's that's switching the topic. But we keep it to women. No, I I don't believe that. Uh, can you? Can I learn? Yeah, maybe. But ultimately, if you don't know how to please yourself, I have nothing I can do. But do you know, um, like a woman's body enough to be able to? Oh yeah, no, yeah. But like me. Did a couple times first, of course, but <laughs> but uh, like I, I I look for that like I I'm not saying like that's my soul like I'm not stopping until but I was like I definitely uh, woman's pleasure is top of the list for me when I have sex mm-hmm. so so like more. okay so the um the woman I asked this question she said majority no mm. men cannot. Tr- Men can't truly make a woman climax. Hmm. And um, she said, um, specifically, if I can remember right, it's because, um, uh, what she said, women don't come just off of uh, penetration. Correct. No, that's true. That's a rare percentage. That's like what? 10? So, um, 13%. <laughs> That's a rare. So yeah, so she said. That. So she said, women can't just come off of penetration. She said there's other thing like foreplay, clip, clip play, stuff like that. Um, and so like when she said that, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, if guys can't make women climax, does that mean that the woman prioritizes the guys? Climax over her own. Hmm. I would think, in terms of like that, makes sense. But I would, how I do it, I try to prioritize hers over mine. So I, I don't think that's necessarily if, true. I think some girls think that it's better to prioritize, like the guy. But also, I think it goes back to what Tara was saying. At the end of the day, a lot of women don't necessarily know how to fully please themselves mm-hmm. without That's assistance. Right. Like, I'm like, when you look at it, it's like toys, all that stuff. That's cool. But a lot of women without that ain't getting the job done by themselves. Okay, let me be devil's advocate. Um, the way we work very simple. Mm. Um, all our um nerves are located in the tip of our penis. The large majority, yeah. Yeah. The ones that truly matter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna True. get that that climax. That, uh, you know? Climax. So it's not hard for a woman to make you climax. Now it just comes into preference, correct? You like when she does this, or she. You like when she does that. Now it's just the style of pleasure she gives you that is uh, the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's no special mechanics like women. You know, supposedly there's a G spot in our ass. We don't fuck with that. My guys here don't fuck with it. So um, if you do, don't don't tell me. <laughs> and if I do, I keep it to myself. But as as we know, middle ground, we don't fuck it. Um, 
if if y'all bitches is exposed, <laughs> y'all might get slapped. Like, no, I'm, I'm joking. Anyway, um, so you know, we are the more preference heavy. No, I don't want to. Well, yes, I say we the most preference heavy because, like I said, there's only one thing you could really do, and that's, you know, hit that hit the tip. But for them, it's like other stuff. They got a clit. They got a G-spot. You know, sometimes anal. You know, um, so that um, that makes us, you know, I say they're selfless because it does, like, when, you know, I engage in coitus, um, I feel like I'm prioritized. You know, the night doesn't, it doesn't end till I get my nut. Like when I get my nut, when I nut, that's usually when it it's cool over with. Like yeah, very true, very GG, true. baby. <laughs> Give that slap on the back. Good guy. GG, baby. Do you guys know um, what it looks like when a woman comes, or how do you know a woman is climaxing? It's different for most, but normally the shaking depends on the woman. The convulsing. Yeah. I mean, you could tell them they're breathing. Uh, you could tell them their muscles. A lot of the times, their muscle spasm. Yeah, that pussy areas. muscle spasm make you want to be like, oh, God. Talking about the people. <laughs> yeah, when that shit. Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Wasn't on that avenue, but okay. We're I got to get out, got to get out. That shit was crazy. No, nah, yeah. I mean, there's like, it's in their breathing, muscle spasms. Um, I feel like. There's also, like, if you have the right partner, they're communicating that. They're mm-hmm. letting you know. Uh, also, I think that's another issue with the whole, like, male, male, female. I mean, that, you're going into my next question. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to let you finish, but uh, let me just get the question. So, is lying to men about their sexual performance helping or hurting them? Hurting. Hurting. It's not helping anybody, bro. Like, I don't get why they thought, like, well, yeah. yeah, be honest. And I think it's also because, like, it's visually, like, ours is a visual. You can see that, oh, you stimulated me. There is, is there, every now and again, like, some girls cream, some girls. Uh, but squirt, I, I heard that, um, Screaming or squirting doesn't necessarily mean climax. Yeah, nope. yeah that's, that's also another thing. It's like they're, they're just weird it. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some girls just pee. No, like head. squirt. Like, <laughs> squirt <laughs> is uh, technically not pee. No, Because no, it comes no, from a different no, I'm gland. I'm talking about they'll pee, then call it. Are you what? I haven't, like, Oh, okay. no, he's saying that yeah. some women would disguise If she peed in my mouth, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Why did you pee in my mouth? What did he say? That's this is God devil. forsaken. <laughs> hey, that's the devil in her head right there. So, Whiffle. Yeah, I can't hide my cum. <laughs> Either it's cum or piss. You gonna know, bitch. <laughs> I don't know it from you. But, no, I think... I'm sorry, Ty, you... Yeah, more. Not exactly, but you can go. Okay, alright. So, that's personally your, um, your, like, visual of, like, that's her climaxing or that's her... Mm-mm, it's more of the shaking for me. Shaking. Most of the girls I've been with, they're the shaker, the shaker type. Or they'll try to run away from it. 
I'm like, whoa. But I mean to answer to go back to your, your question, the about the the faking it, it helps nobody. It it honestly helps nobody. Because sex is especially when you have like a consistent partner or if you have a various array of partners, it's it's a race that you're never gonna completely be happy. No one can be satisfied running the race alone. But the thing is too, and I've asked, and women are more susceptible to lying to a hookup rather than their their uh their partner, like their boyfriend. Yeah, because they're not gonna see him no more. And so, so like it's and and one one woman said it on uh, I forgot the name of that podcast, but she was like, "We gotta tell these guys the truth because we're building egos." Yeah, and then think about it this way: like you sending them off to the next girl, and the next girl got to deal with the the problematic pipe that he just mm-hmm. gave you, and now he feeling all big and bad. Like mm-hmm. it's like you be bad one. Because <laughs> I knocked down that door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like the more the more that women like just go ahead and like let people know, you carry that knowledge with you. So you're like, dang, I didn't I didn't do XYZ. And then you know, then it can open up for the conversation. Well what can I do to to get you there? Mm-hmm. And then if she knows, kinda also goes back to what Todd was saying. If she knows what she wants, what she likes, and how to how to please herself, then she could tell you, mm-hmm. okay, maybe do this when you do that. You're, you're the guy tonight because you're fucking hitting all the mm-hmm. the transitional <laughs> points. Um, so you said about a woman knowing herself, and mm-hmm. Todd, you may also mentioned that um, that she doesn't know what she um, she doesn't know how to please herself. Mm-hmm. And um, you meant sexually, or you just meant like no sexually? Okay. I, uh, have multiple conversations with girls and they don't masturbate. I'm like, that's interesting. So, um, is a whole phase necessary and are the repercussions worth it? Uh, Shout out to Fresh and Fit. Yes. Sometimes. Actually, no, you know, I'm just going to say yes because no, we want someone that knows what they're doing. And yes, I could teach you, cool, but uh, I always find like girls become kind of, let's say, curious. Mm-hmm. And once they get it out, I feel like you have a whole more complete girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, once they've had at least multiple partners, um, when they're with the one, when if they have like maybe one or two, they get a little curious. Maybe when you get a little older. I don't know. I haven't fully gotten there. But I have had conversations with people that have uh, been married. And that's their one partner for a mm. portion of their life. And that, that conversation does come up. Um, so. So uh, I'm going to come back to you. Yeah. i just ask everybody else this question. Is a whole phase necessary? Uh, depends on what, you, what are you looking for. Are you looking for just experience on how to pleasure another man? Or are you trying to understand yourself at the end of the day? Because 
a whole phase only benefits you if you're trying to understand how a man operates, which is quite very simple, to be frankly honest, how we operate. It is not rocket science. But if you're using it to try to understand yourself, I would say it's unnecessary. Because you don't need a literal dick to understand what you fucking, how you operate. You can learn from self, as we was just saying, where masturbation comes in key. Okay, but within masturbation is just, you know, learning their spots, but... Mm-hmm. Also, learning yourself. Yeah. What what comes with with that is not just learning, you know, yourself as far as like spots, but you know what a man, you know, does because what they're going to experience in that whole phase if they do decide to take that route is that oh he did this, he did that. Mm-hmm. You know, I like when he did that. So it's kind of like building up a a. An, for lack of better terms, a menu of things that, you know, like compare and contrast, basically, you know, because from masturbation, you just learn, oh, when I hit this spot, it, you know, it makes me feel some type of way. But it's different forms of masturbation when it comes to women. Though. Well, it could be, for example, a woman can't, you can, but it's not to the same in, in, intensity I know we've argued over this choking, woman being choked, being her hair being pulled, you know, you know, you spitting in her mouth, shit like that. But I can understand though; those are the you know the extra kinks I'll say. But to get down to the orgasm, like what already like where to hit, mm-hmm. so that the other person who comes in, you can instruct them, is what I'm more so referring to. And two, another thing is too like. A lot of women, when it comes to climaxing, it's not just the sexual, the sexual um, uh, activity. It's the buildup. Mm-hmm. A lot of women say like men don't want to do foreplay, mm-hmm. and so that's a. And I learned this thing. You guys know what oxytocin is? Uh, isn't that the chemical? Yeah, the chemical when women hug and kiss. It's a chemical that releases from them. And it allows the attraction to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So when you you create this foreplay, you know, hugging, kissing, you know, building up to the moment she's releasing this this um, chemical. I was gonna say toxin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this chemical that allows the moment to be even greater. The anticipation for this moment to be even greater. So a lot of men are missing that. You know, a lot of men are missing that. And then, too, um, let me not go too deep. Would you finish with your point? Uh, just to add on to the last of it, because uh, the reason why I say what I say is because a man who needs to go out and sex for a man with other uh, a partner is completely different. Yeah, we, need the, we need the experience to know how to pleasure a woman. Easy for us to pleasure ourselves. A woman needs the experience of how to pleasure herself. And usually that can happen more from masturbation. Because there's some women that I said, don't do it. So they don't know. They're expecting you to come in and figure it out. You got me figured out, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. Portion, I'm sorry to cut you off. But no. a good portion of the women that said they don't masturbate or never really did it, don't come. Mm-hmm. Have multiple sex partners and say they don't come. I'm yeah. like... 
I don't want to blame your partners, but I was like, you are the common denominator. Yeah, uh, between all that. of them. So I was like, if you haven't learned, I went completely put so it on that. So wouldn't that make the toy greater than the man? No, because yeah. the toy is an extension of you. And if they if the toy can't get it done, then shit. But if they're using the toy on a consistent basis, then okay. and the toy, because I, I mean, of course they use toys in you know masturbation. Correct. So. They're able to hit that spot with mm. the toy. You may not do that for them, but at that point, does that make the toy greater than you? No. Why not? Simply because I can do emotional things that the toy can't. And I can do the buildup of the oxy, whatever you Oxytocin. Oxytocin. I can do a lot more than the toy can in terms of the emotional aspect and the just the whole spectrum. That is focused on a specific spot. Yes, it is getting the job done, but it is coming from an aspect of uh, self pleasure, mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, uh, I don't know what partner pleasure is, but the partner pleasuring. Yeah, it's uh, other yeah. significant yeah, other intimacy. Like, basically. Yeah, it's another level, and mm-hmm. I, I get deeper than that. So, uh, I I believe I am greater than the toy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, so she's sacrificing her climax for a more intimate connection. Uh, you, if you angle it like that, but um, I normally achieve climax, so but, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I don't, I don't like I'm, I'm definitely the vocal type. I'm like, oh, what do you like? And majority of the time, I don't really need it, but I uh, I do ask. You know, I don't want to be selfish. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, ultimately, um, learning how to pleasure yourself. So, I can. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, girl, I never did this before. And I was like, really? Like, you never decided to be curious to just touch yourself? Like, and like, oh, do this. And it's like, no, I never. I'm like, really? It's you. This is you. Self love is important, baby. Like, I should beat the shit out mm-hmm. of my dick. Exactly. I learned that right out of high school. They say porn. I was like, you know, like I definitely like put put some girls on the porn. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, I'm just saying, it gets the job done. I feel Ooh, it. Yeah. We're gonna take a brief intermission, y'all. We're gonna be right back. What's good, y'all? We back, we back, and we're going to continue with the question. Um, for D-Lo, is a whole phase necessary? And are the, if so, are the repercussions worth it? I feel like it's not necessary. Not realistically. Because I don't think you need a bunch of partners to figure out what you necessarily like or what you necessarily want. Um, is it an option? Yeah, it's an option for anybody. You're you're more than welcome to do it if you feel like it would suit you in some type of way, but I'm kind of along the same lines as what Anthony was saying. I don't think you need a bunch of different case studies mm-hmm. to really figure out what you want in general. I feel like you can figure that out by yourself, self-reflection, 
you can figure that out by self-experimentation, figure out what you you like on yourself. Um, even as towards like finding out how to please a man, I don't necessarily think you need like a large case amount. You can, like I said, at the end of the day, you can have a whole phase. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you having a whole phase and kind of just like going out and I guess having a different one every week or this, that, and the other, I feel like it only takes you back to wanting the one at some point. My point. Like, it only just brings you back to it. It gets rid of the curiosity. Okay. Um. So, that question I was holding for you. So, you, um, all in all, you're saying, no, it's not necessary to have a whole phase. I think it's more based off a of person. Person? Yeah, because you, you can... You can, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary for everybody. Mm-hmm. Some okay. people no, no, just, yeah, some people just know. And some people are take a little more time to figure it out. And that may involve multiple partners. And that's okay. I College is a good time for whole phases. So, yeah. um, if, since Todd, you, you're the one that agree with it, how many bodies is enough? Uh... Depends on the area. <laughs> I, I don't think I've mentioned this before. Don't say that. <laughs> the block. <laughs> that's a no, lot of see, bodies. But see, that's my point. Is you don't want a lot of the same people in the same area because then that's when it becomes messy. If you, like I said, if you fuck, uh, let's say, 100 niggas in Japan, what's the chances I'm going to run into them niggas? Very so it's not more of the the value aspect. It's just the more of the drama aspect. It's no, it's value because if let's just we can keep it inside the circle right here. If all three of y'all niggas fuck one girl, then I became mess order, and then I started to low key kind of like you know lock her down. It's a little awkward when I bring her around and every one of my niggas is had you. It's a little awkward for a man. Well, well, we're saying the whole phase necessary for the experience. Well, no, that's why we were going a different direction. But for the experience, it's experience wise. No, you technically don't need it. But I say it from an aspect of getting, you know, just your sexual creativity out and Mm -hmm. just being able to play a game with even sex mm-hmm. is a game to me mm-hmm. uh play a game with multiple people mm-hmm. so i was like i I felt more content after i had like maybe five six and then i was like oh okay you know i kind of actually like this one person thing like mm-hmm. running three four at a time yes fun cool i was like I had i was just i didn't even explain it but it was crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy like, that's like, like, just like every like hey i want something I got, I got a good I got a PhD. Running, like, after after a while, I was like, okay, this is kind of getting kind of old. Mm. And then, like, <laughs> I wasn't growing in a way, like, sexually. I was like, we just do, like, a little routine. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. But with the actual one partner, it just became a lot more fun. We did a lot mm. more stuff. So, okay, Todd. Um, don't take this a shade. When messing with the virgin, do you fear that they will seek others for experience? Uh, say it one more time. When you when messing with the virgin, do you fear that they will seek others for experience? 
Because as you you brought up curiosity, you know, um, if you're that person that was the person that, you know, removed their virginity. Yes. You know, is there not a thought, you know, a curious thought that maybe, you know, I've only experienced this one person, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I wonder what this is like, especially being in the the company of, you know, friends. Yes. Who have experienced different levels? Yes. Like for for example, you know, we talk and I'm like, bro, y'all 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 all got girls and like let's say y'all this y'all only been with one girl. Mm-hmm. Me, I got the experience. I was like, oh, shawty suck my dick this way, sideways, up, down, left, yeah. right, and you like, man, old girl be using teeth like. <laughs> I don't even like head like that, but <laughs> you over here getting a head that's splendiferous, yeah. and you know I'm experiencing, you're experiencing the upper echelon, and I'm experiencing the mediocre. Mm-hmm. That does you don't feel like feel like that would spark something like maybe there it if he getting it, it's got to be something mm-hmm. out there for it's me. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the grounds. That's why I, I believe in communication. Um, I was, I don't want to say exactly what conversation we had, but um, definitely those conversations come up. And I don't ever be like, oh, you, you want to go fuck another nigga? But I'm just <laughs> like, like, what can I do to make this more like pleasurable for you? You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm great myself, but I was like, well, what can I do to make this greater for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't become curious in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, it's the always... The aspect I come from it is more like always trying to excite your partner and do mm-hmm. like more and keeping them interested so they don't think about the other person and the curiosity. Okay. And so that's why I just experience like a bunch of stuff with them. So yeah. I, I think that's what kind of gets rid of the curiosity, especially if you cover the board. If I did every list of things, it's no point to really go uh, venture out. Uh, but no. those conversations do come up because it's. I believe it comes up more with the ugly ducklings that are like now, uh, kind of like you know they're not ugly. They're the swans now. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the ones I, I tend to have those conversations with. Uh, nobody was fucking with them, and now they got eyes looking at them, and they don't know how to handle the attention. So it just either they either fall into those temptations of. Uh, multiple people looking at you or you just know how to calm them down. And I, I am the person that knows how to calm them down. Okay. Tame them. Like that. <laughs> Shout out to my uh Tame. my TikTok skit. <laughs> Spice it up in the bedroom. <laughs> you guys beast tamer. Man. Um What's up? Did you y'all wanna add on that question? I forgot what the question was. Uh when messing with a virgin, do you fear that they will seek others for experience? Um I feel like messing with anybody, you have like a slight sense of like, damn, am I doing enough? Or is there something else out there better? But I think like Todd said, as if you're communicating mm-hmm. and you're open and just conversing about what it is you like, what it is you're feeling, if feelings change, um, what's going on, if you're noticing any changes, you're noticing any interests being peaked out of nowhere. Um, as long as you're conversing about that, it kind of quells that that rising curiosity. And I also think there's nothing 
I know in my just my way of thinking I I put myself to where I'm like there's nothing that I couldn't offer or there's nothing that anyone else could offer you that I couldn't offer Mm -hmm. so if you're with me you got the whole package you got whatever you need so I'm like at the expense of communicating yeah if you communicate if you choose not to communicate then there's going to be needs that are unmet. Yeah, you can't fix what you don't know. It's broken. Exactly. Outside of that, like, this, there's always, like, that little voice that wants to add, like, random negativity inside your ear. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you can effectively learn to communicate what's going on in your head, what's going on with that voice, then there's no real reason to worry. Because if you took her virginity. I always think about it as she gave it to you for a reason. Trust. Like she let she let you do that for a reason mm-hmm. because she just saw something in you. She was holding on to it for a minute. Oh yeah. And she let she let you have it. Mm. She so that means she either sees something in you. She golly, she sees something in you. She sees more in you, or mm. she might. Just feel like you're bringing everything she needs to the table. So, why not share this too? Mm -hmm. Like, you've been sharing everything. Why not share this with them too? Exactly. So, I I don't really worry about it too much. Alright, let me give you the floor because you (laughs) you hear that nigga leaking everything under the sun, bro. Uh, Shit, so the question is, uh, what. When messing with a virgin, do you fear that they will seek others for experience? Uh, shit, that's like a double-sided story, as I've seen. I'm mostly on the, how Ty said, depending on the person, how they look, it will start, play a starter factor in it. And I would say it depends on, like I was D-Lo's explaining, communication. Communication is a big role, virgin or not impactful it's like impactful as consistently having sex in your relationship practically Mm -hmm. it's that much impact it holds Mm -hmm. so um that's gonna be number one for whoever yeah mess with a virgin is communicating not only that uh yeah you gotta be i can't say that this is my double side sort of this you do it too good you might rise up curiosity too because some people got them type of friends who can just bring on, well, you know, uh, depending on, hey, you know, this so-and-so, he got more bodies. And then, so that can also play a part in our curiosity is the friends too with that virgin. So it depends on how much you communicate with her and how much you tell her, hey, if you do this based off of these little chicks, look, you got to draw a line basically is what I'm saying. You got to draw a line of when there's no to listen to your friends and yes. So, yeah, it comes down to communication at the end of the day with uh, someone in that field. I also think if she has friends that's like, oh, I was out here doing X, Y, Z. Yeah, girl, you should be out here, too. Those aren't good friends. Right. Like real, real friends will tell will tell her like, oh, your man doing X. Hold on to him. Don't let him yeah. go. Chain that exactly. nigga up in the bait. Like, mm. they'll really be like, yeah, hold on to and him. And then 
the thing too, um, and it's crazy because it's science of a woman of a woman is crazy because that that uh, chemical we were talking about, mm. oxy uh, oxytocin, it it's uh, built with one person, and if mm. you have multiple partners, then it creates a chemical imbalance in a woman, mm. which is crazy. So that's why women prefer to have one sex partner because having the multiple can create the um, the chemical imbalance. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if you guys agree on this, but it says that sexual gratification does nothing for a woman. They find more pleasure in the Im- imagination. So uh, to support that, Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, Fifty Shades of Grey was a hot. You said what? So I used to hate that. Fifty Shades. Of, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey was a a high selling book because women live off the imagination. The imagination turns them on. So uh, what I wrote down because they they said this too. Shout out to them. Men fall in love with their eyes. Women fall in love with their ears. Do you guys agree with that? Mm. Uh, no. Mm. Not agree. Mm. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Because I'm not saying attract. I'm saying fall in love. Like just fall in love with their eyes. Because they fall in love more based off of what they're hearing. Yeah, what they hear. What they what they love to hear makes them create. A lot of women, and I hate to say this, no, I don't want to say a lot of women, but women, men are more more likely to be visionaries. You know, women are supposed to support the vision of a man, so which makes us the visionaries. And so, you when you tell a woman the vision, when you share with her what you see, she's hearing it. So then, then she's able to, you know, create the vision through her hearing. Yeah. Okay, so. Please explain how this relates to the point now, because I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little speechless. Yeah, because I'm like, fall in love with eyes, and I'm thinking. So women aren't, uh, sexual gratification does nothing for a woman. It's the the imagination. Like like I, I wrote Fifty Shades of Grey because yeah. that was a book that supports this fact. It's because women reading in the in the movie really didn't do shit for them. Women read that book and just went crazy. They was like, oh, oh no, I understand the the fantasy. Uh, I was just lost in the loop part where you said like they fall in love with their ears and men only fall in love with their not eyes. only okay. But it's it's where the process starts. Yeah, because yes, we we fall in love with the visual, you know. You know, women when we see we're hunters, so what do we use? We use our eyes when we see things. Mm-hmm. When when hunters hunt, nine times out of ten, the prey doesn't see the hunter. What does it do? It hears the hunter. So once again, men are the visionaries. Women are built to support the vision. 
So women necessarily can't see if in in the leadership of a man and them following the man, the man has the vision. So he he passes it down to the woman and mm-hmm. through listening she can see it. Uh, okay. Uh I would say at this point uh yes and no a little bit. More I say yes on the woman feature, but the man feature in this day and time it became both in this day and era. Because now these days you're seeing yeah, there's vision, but I'll call it attraction. It's became more like, okay, now let me hear how she sounds. Let me it's more of hearing as of late, I'll say. So well I wouldn't say all is more of attracted. Reason being I say that is because too when we can't we can't fall in love with somebody Nine times out of ten, we can't fall in love with somebody that we're not physically attracted to. True. No, that's what I'm saying. I agree on the traction, but in love, women lately, are more. We became more of. Women are more more likely to fall in love off the yeah, hearing. No, I understand that. That's what I said. What I said. agree. Like with the women part, but with the man part, I'll say in this day and era, that's why I said I understand the attraction on the looks. But I, at this point in era we're in, it became the love parts more rooted similar to the women as well as hearing. Because most of us, we don't like to be tracked to stupidity at this point. We're, we're dealing with enough of that. It's became more of, okay. It's that's, true, but it's a, lot of, a lot of times men will subside. Will definitely subside. If you got money to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Men will subside, you know, the stupidity for the looks. Well, yeah, we just got off of one man who's doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's one man that was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, nine times out of ten, I ain't going to see Anthony with a, with a two. And she got a head on her. I am not going to see Anthony with a two. With a head on her. Bro, she's smart. Man, get get, get out of here, dog. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you got a two. Go to hell. Like, <laughs> she's smart, Aaron. I, uh, shut up. D-Lo. It's a two, Aaron. I mean, but she's smart. It's a two, Her intelligence is on ten. Fuck out of here, nigga. Her brains are off the charts. (laughs) I'm not saying it like that, though. I get what you're saying, but it's like... I'll say just more of like what you can work with. Some some intelligence that you can work with. But overall, lately, falling in love with the looks. I mean, I'm attracted to it. But at the end of the day... I need to hear what you what you got to say. Is there some is there some depth into what you say? Some. I ain't asking for a whole lot, but is there some that I could work with? Is what I'm just saying. That's where it became to in this day and era as we live in in this world because most people attract to people now with some depth to what they have to say. I I said that's a cat. Because OnlyFans is prevalent. Strip clubs is prevalent as hell. Well, correction. And those and are love with with death. Well, attraction. All those men in the strip clubs. Only fans for no death. You. My thing is that's you. That's an attraction. That's why I say a correction. No, but man. I mean, 
you people who are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to these females, they're in love. <laughs> That's more lust, man. I ain't gonna say love. That, but it's love. It's love from their perspective. Like we see it as lust. From them. Yeah, for them it's love. They fell in love through the visual. You see what I'm saying? It's not. We know, of course, outside looking in, we know. But if you look in, if you look through their lens, I love this bitch. I'm throwing her money. Of course I love her. You love me, daddy? Hell yeah, I love you. No. Yeah, I'm too much placing myself in this position. Now. Yeah. Just, that's, yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's like not clicking with me because I'm too much like. I love but I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if you, if you had to choose one, nine times out of ten, men would choose looks. I know this girl named Nutter Butter. I love her. Nine times out of ten, men would choose looks. To fall in love with. Because the thing is, one thing we, we can't stand is combativeness. Like... I rather I rather take a, a a yes woman over a combative woman any time of day. A yeah. nagging woman. I don't think lately yes women has been the ones who is really not yes smart. Woman. Usually the combative women are usually the ones you encounter that are not smart. No, that's not true because if you have all the resources, a woman's going to submit. Well, that's different. You know? oh, but talking we're talking, a, yeah, a of man, course. But man. I'm saying, like, if you had to choose one, I want so, a rationally combative woman. Like, it makes sense. You can't. That's then. Up. That's being uh, a conditional now. Like, you're adding conditions to it. It's either you have the yes woman, the yes daddy, or you have the combat the the combative woman. But those are 50, I like combat. 50. That's something like those. It's not a fit. I'm telling. I'm. Like, you're I'm talking telling about looks, right? Or are you just saying? Yeah. Just from would you? Yes. Would you have a nagging two, or a yes nine? Of course, I wouldn't want a nag two. That's what I'm, I'm saying. But it really feels bad. like it could. That's why I say it can go fifty fifty because there could be a nagging. If fine you, woman. if you are, <laughs> listen, listen, yes. listen, 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 okay, because I'm like, listen, if, if you are, if you are a high value, I, and I don't like using this term, but if you are a high value male, you have the money, you have the looks, fresh and fit, <laughs> you have the money, you have the looks, which means you have what? You have options. So if you had to choose one out of the option. You could either have the the intelligent two, who's gonna nag at you, cause you you know you go you know you're not perfect you're gonna slip up. Are you gonna have the the one that's gonna bring that's gonna bring you peace and do what you ask? Just yo like no, without like, any. I understand that's why you don't have to repeat it. I'm just saying. But I'm just I'm saying if you yes yeah. or no like it's just no, I'd rather like, have I this or that. Answered. That's what I told you. I, yes, if you phrase it that way. Okay, like, leave it at that. Don't acquiesce. Don't acquiesce. Just leave it you at that. Look I'm like the not see that's what I'm saying. And of that's if it's submissive and it's nine, but where I think the only reason nines? I say that is because like <laughs> like yeah, to I, not to not have the just, looks. And then to also just be really combative, I feel like there's nothing there for me. That, 
That's why. You don't That's have to deal like with it. Lane. You have options. Exactly. But you can go and have a, a, a nine who will cook clean, suck your dick to wake you up. And will give you peace well, rather than well. to have, you know, the one that's just, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Or you was out too late with the boys. I'm like, baby girl, use it too. Chill out. Like, learn yeah. to know your place. Yeah. Respectfully. I want something. You, you know, know, I, I have you here because I want you here, not because I need you. Understand that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Todd, what would you rather have? No, I, I already answered. I said uh, the nine. nine. Okay, the nine. Okay. So if those were the options, but <laughs> of course we would. We want the complete. Like we want. <laughs> of course, we want the 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 number the number ten with the meal, the large drink, no uh, no ice. Fries, no yeah. salt, you know, get you get the bad. whole meal, of yeah. course. And I wouldn't, without a shadow of a doubt, but sometimes we... Give me the yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so um, moving on from that one. Guy's game is to obtain the girl. Girl's game is to retain the guy. Agree or disagree? You said game or game? Retain. No, I'm talking no. about... For guys, it's to obtain. Oh, no, we're saying gain. That's what I was asking you. Is yeah, guys gain. gain. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. Because our game is centered around obtaining something. It basically mm-hmm. goes back to the hunter and the prey. And then the girl's game is to try to keep the man now. So it's it almost like, like it's crazy because when you think about it, our game is never, it's almost damn near endless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women have a um, a shot clock on their game. Like, yeah, girl, you better cash in your chips on this one. Cash in on black. That's all of them. So, uh, and you know, as women, like we talked about before, as women talk about you know being independent and making their own money. And another thing they mentioned, which was like, I, I really was tapping in with that. They were saying like, women always say men are intimidated by women who make more money than them. Do you guys, do you guys feel like that's true? That's bullshit. What? Yes. We don't care for your fucking money. You feel like men are intimidated by, uh... It's not exactly that. It's a person telling them what to do. So, a woman with, uh... Because, you know, in our minds, money equates to power. So, if a woman has more money than you, she had more power for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a universal mindset, but I can, yeah. But I'll lean to it. Well, it's not a uni. Well, the it's thing is, women look for that. Women no, look for a man. No, who what has- I'm saying is universal mindset because even women, when you hear them saying that, complaining about job opportunities and quality, they're complaining about men of power with money. They're not really complaining about the average Joe Blow job. They're complaining about the higher paying ones. Well, that's an individual, like, that's... No, that's a popular thing, in feminism especially. Yeah, feminism and feminism that. is is that's about the individual. It's about independence, female yeah. independence. No, that's what I'm saying. We're talking about in a um, in a relationship more. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, when it comes to the mentality of power with money, 
That's all I'm saying. I love Blue Rain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's literally all I'm oh, saying. And I was saying about just that little segment. That's it. Okay. We, we all agreeing on that one? For sure. Yeah. Okay. So, would you say that a man that stays in a terrible situation has no options? Mm, no. There's no options. I wouldn't phrase it like that, but I'll say. Okay. Hold on. I want him to explain because yeah. he said no. So explain. A man that decides to stay in a terrible relationship has no options. Um, maybe just decides has a hard time letting things go. Um, and I don't, us as men, we just don't know how to somewhat let things go at a time because we always want to make it work. But sometimes you've got to let shit go, bro. Mm, but I'd say, I'd say if we were sitting at a different point in our lives, I don't think we would think that way. What do you mean by that? Because like, once again... The high value man, if you're in a terrible situation to where, you know, you have options. Like I said, once again, going back to the the nagging too. It's like, why would you sit here and deal with a nagging too when you have the option of dealing with a a ten that's going or a nine that's gonna do basically whatever you tell tell her to do. Okay. So somebody who hasn't... So, for example, when you are in a relationship, let's say it's your first official relationship, and you think it's dope, whoop-de-wop, whoop-de-wop, on the inside, look, on the inside, on the outside looking in, your, your, fo- your boys know better. Mm-hmm. So we're telling you, like, bro, like, why are you putting up with that? The fact that you don't have options, you don't know that there's something out there better for you. So you try to make that situation work. Because we're conditioned that way. We're conditioned to make things work as men. Mm-hmm. That's why we choose to stay in there. Kind of how it goes. We're conditioned. And who's, we're who's conditioned. to say that condition is is meant for us? That's very true. We can go into Because brain, when you know your worth... I'm just answering the question from the aspect you asked me. So why a man would stay in it? Because we're conditioned to stay in things. But we're conditioned the, not to complain. We're conditioned not to uh, you know, somewhat take what we get and be happy instead of going out and seeking better for ourselves other than a job-wise. But in terms of relationship, we're conditioned that way. You, uh, for us, we, we have, uh, you know, parents that might have uh, problems, but they work it out. And so in our minds, or at least I'm going to just speak for me, uh, I had the mentality of trying to make things work, even though it, it might be kind of shitty, but I was like, I do see the light at the end of the tunnel for, let's say, that uh, specific individual. Yes, we might have this little rough patch, but... I can see beyond this little rough patch and uh, will continue in a bad relationship. But only when we're tired is when we will leave that relationship. If we're not tired, we're not leaving a relationship. So not exactly that we don't have options. It's just we're not tired. It's only when niggas get 50 and 60 because that's when they get to their age of, ah, fuck. You know, so- just... Go ahead. Okay, let me uh go into a little bit more depth of terrible. Sure. Terrible. So um 
terrible could mean up to the point where this this woman has stepped out on you. Okay. This woman has literally dogged you. Okay. It's terrible. It's not healthy. Okay. So a lot of men stay in these type of situations and the mo- more the men we see in these type of relationships are the ones that don't know their worth, don't know their value. Mm-hmm. Are the, you know. You can argue, yes. So the lack of options, the lack of knowledge to know, hey, there's I could find somebody who treats me better, who appreciates me. Mm-hmm. You know, the lack of that knowledge, knowing that you're going to stay in your situation. Okay. You know, you're always going to stay in the foundation because you're comfortable. There it is. Comfortable. As men, we're also taught to be complacent. So if you never know there's better out there for you, you'll stay. No, we know there's better out there for us. You you don't like there's people will say that to us, but okay. you don't know you don't know that till you've actually had better. You don't know there's better mac and cheese than your mama till you actually go and try other mac and cheese. Correct. So the fact that we we condition our minds to think that this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to stay in this. I'm going to try to build this. I'm going to try to work on it. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes the foundation is weak. It's on weak soil. Okay. So you're, you're, you're steady remodeling a house that's going to eventually fall because the foundation okay. has soft soil. And see, the foundation is the part that I would attack. It's not the person doesn't have option. It's the foundation of which they were raised which they were uh, conditioned, like I've been speaking upon, uh, that allows that person, well, not allows, but makes that person stay in those relationships. It's not exactly that they don't have options. It's just they're comfortable. They're complacent. They don't want to. They're afraid of... Which is unhealthy. Okay, we can, again, uh, I can, we can attack, we can agree upon that point, which is unhealthy at the end of the day. But why the person stays, it's not exactly, they don't have options. There are people and individuals that don't have options because they just maybe butt ugly. They just don't know how to communicate with people and they, they got lucky and found somebody. But for most, um, again, got to be careful how I choose the words. But for the individuals that do decide to stay in it, they're just they're comfortable and they like what they know. Let's say the Denny's we go to. Sometimes we have terrible service there. Valid. We go there all the time. True. We know that that one funky head girl is going to be there, but we go there. <laughs> Why? Because we're comfortable. We like it, but we go there all the time. Do we not? There's a plethora of other Denny's we can go to. Yeah, which we have gone to. But at the end of the day, we always end up going back there. Because we're comfortable. Mm. Uh, no, I don't. That that's because like that's an inconsistency. That Denny's ha- is off and on. So you, in the relationship, if it's unhealthy, it doesn't get healthy, then get sick again. It, it's un- there's moments. There's, no, there's... it's an unhealthy relationship. Period. Yes, you're gonna have moments, but that doesn't heal. That doesn't make it more healthy. Okay. That's just you had a moment. She chilling today. She not tripping. 
She not PMSing does, today. Those are most moments. Most uh, mm-hmm. bad situations but aren't I'm saying like, technically bad. They're, they just have those moments. If you're in a, let's say, in this example, I guess the whole relationship literally day in and day out is bad. If in this scenario, then I can't answer this question for you. But for most people, uh, bad is every terrible. now and again. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible, but again, in this scenario, is terrible is every day. Most scenarios aren't terrible every day. Mm-hmm. Terrible is when you are in a situation and people are literally viewing your situation and yes. telling you, like, bro, that's not, I don't, bro, you, this is, you better than that. Like, mm-hmm. when it's having a, a, a effect on your mental health and how you act now towards people, <clears throat> you showing out, yeah. that's unhealthy. When okay. it's changed mm-hmm. your, your demeanor towards people. Okay. Now your whole people don't even recognize you. Yes. That's unhealthy. That's Correct. something you need to remove yourself from. Yes. But a lot of people stay in that because they know nothing else. Correct. They think this is the ceiling. Yes. But if you were in a situation similar to that, but you also had previous situations where you know you, you've been treated better. Yes. You're not going to stay in that. That is correct. Yes, I agree. So, which means if you don't have options, you don't know. But if you've had options or have options, you know there's always better. Mm. Which would cause you not to stay in anything less than. Why would you stay in something less than what you had before? You get what I'm saying? Why would you settle for less when you've had more? Or you know there's more? Okay. So you would never settle. Can I chime in something? Go ahead. I, I'm like 50-50 split, so I'll describe it in this scenario. It's kind of like a job. You know, when you go out, you look for a job, and you finally facilitate one. And let's just say in this scenario, where it taps in a little bit part of Aaron's scenario, the job's treating you bad. So what most people kind of have an issue of doing is because they're worrying about not getting that financial gain and all that is our the income just flat out stopping is quitting under bad conditions so what they do they kind of tap in and you could say they try to instead of immediately quitting on the spot because this treatment is not going to change put in a letter of resignation until you find like a future better settlement which i'll say is uh what probably in your portion what you're trying to say that's that, not necessarily what I was trying to no, say. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about like flat out saying like, just leave it. If it's a bad scenario, mm, just What leave I'm it. saying is that... Why would you fear that you can't find something if something's already treating you bad? What I'm is, saying is that, that saying? if you had a job previously that was up here, a higher echelon job, you got removed from that job. Now you, you go down to a job that's average. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't stay at that job for too long because you knew you had better. So you know the option of better is out there. So you're not going to stay at the mediocre job. You might stay there for like, what, three to six months, maybe a year. But Wait, your mind is going to... A man that stays in a terrible situation has no option. That's what I was kind of equating this example to. But what I'm saying is that if you know, if you know there's better, if you've had better, hop into a mediocre, but stay in it, 
I mean, you wouldn't stay in it. But if you hopped into a mediocre from get-go, experiencing nothing else in the world, you'll stay there because you have no option. You don't. It's like if you knew better, you do better. You don't know better, so you're not doing better. Yeah, we kind of hit it in two different points. Because I'm just saying is that you don't need to experience better to know what's worse. This is where I'm tackling that. That's where I'm just coming right. from. Because bad treatment is bad treatment. You don't need to experience better treatment to know when you're getting treated bad. Uh, uh... Wait, give me a question. Okay. Uh, I, I I'm gonna think I'm gonna think on that. I'm gonna think on that. I, did you I don't, did honest. you understand that? Yeah. I did. Explain that to me. Basically, he's saying I don't need to have a better scenario uh, to know that I'm being treated bad. I don't have to been treated good to know that you're treating me like shit. But that's not the thing. What I'm saying is you 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 know you're getting treated bad. Okay. But you stay in it because you have nowhere else to go. That's why I was saying the related part of quitting. You don't need the bad. Yeah. That's what I said. Most people fear that there's nothing it's gonna take long to even find something at least decent. So they fear quitting immediately. They wanna give it time until they at least what they would call monkey branching. Until they find something. Which so means still that stay in that situation. At that moment, you're until, scared because you don't have the option. That's why I'm saying why my example relates. Of a, you. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, I, for, for me, I know that a, a fact, for a fact, any man, any man that has options, not settling for less. Is not settling for the... The, the terrible situation, not settling for the bullshit, because like one thing, you know, you know, your worth. If you're a person who knows their worth and and stands for something, you're not going to allow yourself to be in anything less than great. You can't say mentally like me personally, mentally, I can't settle for anything less than the great that I've received. If I receive great, you know, I'm looking for greater or just as great. I'm not dumbing down. Can't do that. Just moving up. Yeah, just moving up. Mentally, like that's why I said mentally my heart. I mean, me, mental, my mind is my mental shield for my heart. So my mind will block it before it gets to my heart. That's just how I've, you know, been built. But, uh, D-Lo, let me get your take on it. What's up on the question in general? A man who stays, a man that stays in a terrible situation has no options. I feel like that's not necessarily true. And the only reason I say that I don't... Take your feelings out of it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> For D-Lo. <laughs> I know the nigga that couldn't say kid correctly earlier ain't coming after me. Kid? What? Whoa. Said, you said chid earlier. Chid? When did I even try to say kid? I'm lost, D-Lo. Anyways, we're moving on. Uh, oh, man. Got five now. Okay. So, I feel like when it comes to 
you being in a bad situation, I don't necessarily feel like a person staying in that bad situation has no other options. Um, I feel like there's a lot of variables or... Then that's settling, correct? Yeah. Taking the feelings out of it. There's a lot of variables into why you're in that situation. I don't believe that it's 100% no lack of options or you just don't have anything else available. I do think that when it comes to bad situations, you may have just landed there or you may be accepting what you think you deserve at some point. And that doesn't come down to you not having any options. That comes down to you and your outlook on yourself. So you don't know your worth. Yeah. See, that's where I say it's like where it leaves me a 50-50 split with y'all is because... When it's, what it sounds like is a scenario where I say, like, you just leave the application and saying I'm about to resign because you're still leaving that window of door open to go back to that scenario if you something doesn't work, work out. No, I just like the example of his eyes. Relationships is like work in a sense. We are, we are set up to be, I know my niggas, like, freaking it into existence, to be high-valued high men. So, which makes you... A part of being a high value man is knowing your worth and the material shit like the money and whatever that comes with it. You're worth something. You're valued. So for you to be up here and settle for something down here is beneath you. So if you're, you know, you you have options at that point and that's going to go through your mind like crazy. You know, and then too... With money brings submission. I I hate to say it, but with money brings yeah. submission. No, that's facts. At so least the if, idea of submission. If you have money, mm-hmm. you know your worth, and you're dealing with somebody that is terribly treating you like it doesn't correlate. Mm-hmm. You, as a high-value man, that wouldn't even be a scenario you put yourself in. Yeah, I'm saying we're talking about Will again. <laughs> it really does sound like... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> but, you know, it. that's what I'm saying. Like, you couldn't... You knowing your, your worth, your value, mm-hmm. you couldn't even see yourself in a situation like that. You couldn't even fathom it. True. Because you know, yeah, there's better. Like, okay, this is cool. You know, you doing all this, doing all that. Been dealing with it for a minute. Because I thought I could work it out, but nah. Um, yeah. I know um, Becky's over there across the street. With the good hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate hair. that sometimes people do have to tell us our value. Like, yeah. some people do have to, like, be set aside and like, hey, bro. She's not good for you. Yeah. And she I mean, definitely much better. I would think if people of your, your, that has your best interest at heart, you would pay a little mm-hmm. mind to them. Yeah. Um, but uh, we coming close on time. So let me move through these next ones. Men are only as faithful as their options. Uh, mm, that, I don't agree with that. One. No. no, I don't agree. Yeah. Uh, I say. No, because um, you, oh, you, you it's, a, it's a choice. 
it's always a choice. If you're comfortable, uh, back to the comfortable, if you're comfortable with the the girl and you're secure with them, I don't feel like you would step out unless you just got, you know, you... Is there still a nymphomaniac for niggas? You could mm-hmm. be a nymphomaniac. Yeah. Yeah. Some niggas just got sex problems or they just need it. Like, we're, we're, we're designed to, as a man, we are designed to have multiple So, let me ask you a question. Would you allow a threesome to happen? With me and another nigga? No, 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 you're not going to get that all the time? I don't believe so, no. Oh, what Britney was good last time. You can bring her back. You would never, you would never say that. I, I will at least, I know I wouldn't. You're a high-value man. Like, they're here because of, you want them here. Okay, but to say Britney was good over you, babe? No, that's to say, crazy. like, I enjoy... <laughs> that's crazy. Not, I'm not saying better, but we have fun with Brittany. Can we bring her back? Or yeah, we're, we we're going to bring her back. Mm-hmm. So, but again, those conversations, communication, at the end of the ultimate mm-hmm. day, at the end of the day. Communication. Damn, okay, last... Uh, last did anybody else want to touch on that? On uh, men only being as loyal as their options? Yeah. Mm, nah, I feel like... Men aren't as loyal as they're... Okay. Man, why don't you just kick me straight in the ass? Don't worry about oh, it. But anyways... Why you so loud? <laughs> anyways. Focus. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that men are only as loyal as their options. I, I would say that men are only as loyal as their situations make them out to be. Mm. I feel like if loyalty isn't expressed in a situation and security isn't involved in it, then we're not going to be loyal to it. We can't invest ourselves in an area where there's no return or it feels like there's no returns coming back to us because it's like normal money investments or normal financial investments. I'm not putting my money into somewhere I know I'm going to lose it. Hmm. Okay. and But we steadily put our time into somewhere we could potentially lose it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what free trials are for. Like that fuck-ass terrible relationship. <laughs> Can't get time back, buddy. Yeah. And it's I an mean, investment. Sometimes it is, but even though at that point in time, it wasn't you wasting your time because you were putting a, a full attempt into thinking or, or trying to figure out what this relationship could be. That's your trial period in a sense. Like you're still figuring out exactly if this is a worthy investment. And that's why some companies will show their like prior returns, like they'll show what other people have made. And that's because they want you to feel security and they want you to find security. It's the same thing that your, your woman sometimes will show you. She wants you to find security. Not every woman is able to show that. So not every woman is something that you're spending your time on. If that makes sense. Uh, last question, y'all. We gonna wrap it up. Making a female going back to uh, the climax situation. Making a female climax is self competition and an ego booster. Fuck yeah. 
So it's no, like, we have no... Not make your bust. Make it on Climax is an ego booster? Yeah, it's self-competition. Meaning, like, if you're making a woman climax, it's not for the benefit of the situation. It's more like an ego booster. Like, girl, you know what I could do? I done made shoddy, shoddy, shoddy after shoddy. Bust, bust, bust. Sounds like, like trying to make me sound misogynistic for making her happy. That's fucked up. But it's an ego. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it is. A, is it not an ego? It it's, is. It's, it's like he's trying to. It's like he's trying to demonize me for making her happy. You're happy. But I mean, that's just the truth. You know, when we have sex, a lot of the time it's because we what want to have sex. Women are never going to nine times out of ten don't admit they want to have sex, but they do. So, when we do have sex, it's majority for our pleasure. Because mm-hmm. if you never know a woman wants to have sex, and you want to have sex, honestly, that's selfish, right? Honestly, In technicality, it's selfish. In technicality, yeah. I just don't believe that it's just an ego booster for... To make a Man, woman cli- make climax? I do feel like it's self-competition. I will yeah. give it that. It's an ego. But but it, to, but you, but are you not, your confidence. Wait, you're not. So That's if you confidence. are getting at a woman and you want to, or you see a woman you want to have sex with, are you not going to mention your performance? Like, I've made woman after woman butts. Like, well, <laughs> I'm the climax killer. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck you mean? Not like that. <laughs> I'm but you're going to let that be known. That's I'm one of the accolades you're going to bring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I, I just don't. Up. I wouldn't say that. I feel like sometimes. <laughs> okay, see this nigga. Okay, I feel like sometimes some of these questions come with like a certain level of exclusivity to them. Yeah. So I never really agree with a lot of them because of the fact that it's very exclusive. Like, I don't think that ego boost is the exclusive reason that I'm seeking her climax. And I don't think it's the exclusive result either. Because I don't just get an ego boost when I make my woman happy as is. It's not just an ego boost. It's a, like, it's a camaraderie. It's an enjoyment. It's well, relaxation. more so, of, okay, and I should have put context to it. As far as, like, hooking up. Not relationship yeah. wise, but hooking up. Oh yeah, yeah. you bank them yeah. bus nuts. Unless like I'm cool with that person, like say you was friends with this person and now y'all hooking up all of a you sudden, and I'm like, Lord. you know, I'm doing a favor for a friend. Great time mm. for all of us. Great times we're having. I am the overlord in this bitch. Ah, oh, he's simmering. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. <Nick. laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not these. Like, it, it varies, but there it's definitely like you were saying. It's one of those accolades that gets mentioned. Yeah, definitely. Like it's something. That's, that's a something trophy up. you're putting up on your shelf. I make them bust <laughs> uncontrollably. Round and round and round. <laughs> but y'all, um, anybody else want to add closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Yo, uh, you know one thing I heard from this interview, where there's one guy he was saying talking about time actually. Mm-hmm. Where she asked him, "Do you do you wish you had enough time to accomplish the things you want to?" 
And his response was, if I have too much time, that'll leave me more time to procrastinate. If I had too little time, then it doesn't give me enough time to accomplish what I want. So the time that I have is just right. I like that. I'm a procrastinator regardless. <laughs> Fucking Nilo. <laughs> I mean, as, as profound as, as it sounds, I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I'm going to keep it a buck. This nigga want more time to do me. Nigga, they didn't give me more time in high school <laughs> on them assignments, nigga. They didn't give me less time. They gave me just the right mm-hmm. amount of time. What I do with it? <laughs> hey, man. I told. What do you say? What do you say, Todd? I told God I'll be back in a second. <laughs> I told yeah, yeah, cut it out. <laughs> but y'all, it has truly been a night. I appreciate y'all for your ears, ladies, your ears, men, guys, kids. Shouldn't be listening to this. But um, I appreciate everybody for their ears. Uh, we ask that you also listen to the House of Clouds podcast, which is all today. It's getting posted. Yeah, um, at the same time, so yeah. So y'all, um, this is honestly a conversation we would definitely like to uh, interact with women. We would like to see their perspective. So if you're out there and your voice does not is not scared to be heard, or you, <laughs> and you feel you're not scared to say something stupid and get grilled for it, then come on this podcast. And, and tout Remember, women speak from emotion, men speak from logic. But y'all have a good night and Uh-oh. peace. Jeez.